Welcome to Monday Sportif. Follow us on Twitter at at Monday Sportif LDN. Hello and welcome to Monday Sportif. Hello, how are you doing? Not bad. This is episode uh, Sonk. Sonk. Yeah. Five. Well, you could say that. Um, what happened when five Norwich players got in a boat? What? It's Sonk. Hello and welcome to episode Sonk of Monday Sportif. I'm Alex, as usual. And as usual, I'm Ricky. Indeed. Um, we've got a lot to catch up on, haven't we? We have. It's been a while. Boring internationals. Yes. Well, not, well, for me anyway, I found it a bit boring. I didn't watch any of it. I was busy, busy doing other life things. But um, yeah, we need to catch up on last week or the week before last games and then the games that we uh, the games of this weekend I think we've got a hell of a lot of premiership football to catch up on um, which we're going to do now aren't we Rick oh yes so um, it's been it's been a, a, a very very busy two weeks uh, in the premiership um, since we last done episode four so episode sonk I'm going to start with Watford versus Liverpool which was a couple of weeks ago the score was 5-0 to Liverpool and significantly, it was the return of Mane, Firmino and Salah up front for Liverpool. Yeah, they, that was a proper game for, for Liverpool, wasn't it? Let's be honest. It was, that, was a, that was a champion's performance. I think so. Um, significantly, that front three, who we all felt maybe have uh, retracted back into the shadows, was suddenly again at the forefront for Liverpool. On the rampage... Five goals. Did you see any of them? Uh, I saw the highlights. Yeah. I, think, I think I was busy. But yeah, I saw the highlights. And um, obviously, it's just one of those things, in it, how good Salah is. It's just uh, it's, it's annoying how good he is. I but think, it's also good to see him in the Premier League. I think we was going to strike on that point with Salah at the moment. Strike on that point? Strike on that point. Because obviously, the goal against Man City was an unbelievable individual goal. Yes. And which were quite unbelievable. And then obviously he he performed the same type of goal against um, Watford. Now, we did do a poll about this and we said, when Salah goes on these mazy runs, is it sheer instinct, footballing instinct, or is it footballing genius? And what would, do you think I, the poll came back as? I would think instinct. I think he's, he's, got, he's got pure instinct, so I think that would be the one. What was it? Well, it, did, it came back. It came back as an instinct because when you watch him go on his runs, and if you listen to his post-match interview, he actually says, "Well, he actually said, you know, they said, oh, what, you know, tell us about the goal." And he and he said, "Well, I just I can't really remember because it was pure instinct. I, I just I just do it, and he's I don't really think about what I'm doing at the time, which tells you it's sheer instinct. Is every goal sheer instinct? I don't know. Not Me- every goal, no. Messi has scored." Some incredible goals, what you look at and it's it's almost orchestrated. I think it just depends. I mean, remember when Hazard scored against Liverpool and he was on the halfway line, he gave the ball to, I can't remember, someone on the wing, instantly asked for it back, came in, Bob's your uncle, in it goes. That was just... Yeah, but that's that Hazard. Was, that was a Hazard yeah, for the no, other no team. no one cares about Hazard. He's, 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 no he's, one cares he's, about a, Hazard. he's a spent force, isn't he? Well, he's not doing great now, but in then he was in his prime. He was like the seller of his prime, wasn't he? For for a season or two, That's he was he was on point. That's questionable. But uh, no, no, Salah's great. We all know this, um, and he's the he's statistically currently the best player in the world. 
due to the uh, facts on TV football. That? Well, no, it's a fact. It's, it is a fact. Yeah, like goals per game and all this Mbappe. kind of stuff. No, at the moment, he's at the current state. He's on point. He's the best player in the world because of his stats. And they don't lie. Okay. But anyway, it was, it was a good game. But also a good game mm-hmm. was the Brentford-Chelsea game. Now, just because, I, know, I know I'm a Chelsea fan and all that, but it's just... You say this one, every week. One word. Go on. Mendy. Mm. Come on. Come no, on. No, I do agree with you. Mendy, I, I think on the previous podcast, I've mentioned about Mendy and saying that I wasn't too sure. But however, against Brentford, he was absolutely sensational. Um because Brentford deserved something. Yeah, I know. Oh Bre- Brentford played really well. And, you know, going back to it as well, what a truly fantastic uh, West London derby. Yeah, I'm glad Brentford, Brentford got... Chelsea. I know you didn't want Brentford promoted, but I'm glad they're up because I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about Norwich later on. But um, I'm glad they're up because it's just a bit of competition and they're playing like they want to stay up. And that was a really good game. And obviously Chelsea winning's great, but Mendy was such such a performer... Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 one save in particular uh, stands out for me. And it, I think it might have been Canos or one of the, the other Brentford players. He did an overhead kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it was a... I mean, he caught it so well. Yeah. One of those shots or one of those strikes, if you've ever played football, when you hit it and you're like, that's in. Mm, 100%. Yeah. And um, somehow Mendy got a hand to it and saved it. And it, not, was, not, it was a phenomenal save. Not only did he get a hand to it, but it was it was point-blank range. It was an amazing shot. But then he also did it with one hand and he got it over the bar. So for it not to be bound, not you know, you could just slap it and it would land on the penalty box and anyone can tap it in. But he's actually got it over the bar for a corner. Very great. But I don't think I think Brentford are gonna have no trouble staying up. They're gonna do what Leeds did before, and they're just gonna they're gonna finish, I don't know, comfortably, and they're gonna be fine. And I well, think that's good. That's a statement and a half, yeah. It is. Um so um obviously massive news. We did do a poll about it, um, about Newcastle. Now being taken over um, by Saudi owners. Yep. Saudi uh, Richest Arabia club owners. in the world. Yeah, I mean, th- there's figures going around 300... 700 billion. 700 billion. Well, anyway, there's figures going around that potentially Newcastle United now have access to this sort of limited pot of money where they can, uh, you know, financial fair play... Uh, limitations permitted however you know th- there is going to be significant um investment in in the team obviously um but i'm looking more at the the state the situation now because they're in a relegation battle what yeah i mean it's got i think it's gonna be really interesting because the amount of owners in premier league clubs already that are a bit shirty they're a bit weird you know it's like there's we know there's you know I'm not gonna name clubs but you can fill in the blanks of teams that are, the money's not clean but yet it's happening so why not have another one add to the pot and also expand the whole top six. You know? I, I mean, from my point of view, football's um, been a money game for many, many, many years, many seasons. This addition to the Premier League, I think, is yes, it's significant. Is it a massive detour from what is currently going on in the Premier League? No. I think it's a case of, you know, everyone accepting that this is how football is now. It's a money game. There's heavy investment and there's no real get going back from that. And it's just, it's a case of, yeah, we could look at Newcastle and, and, and judge them. However, it's impossible. I mean, you as a Chelsea fan, it's impossible for you to judge... 
the I Newcastle think, takeover. And, I just and, think it's so, going to be. I think it's just going to be exciting because it's going to see who's the money grabbers, what football players are basically now going to come out of the out of the shadows and say, "Oh, I've always liked Newcastle. Or I've always brought you know I had a poster of Alan Shearer in my bedroom, and then they get sign a I eighty think grand. That's what you're going to do, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to try my best, and well, they're going to sign an eighty grand a week. Did deal. you have, Did you have a Fastino Esprilla poster in your bedroom? I didn't have a football poster in my bedroom. Do you remember Fastino Esprilla? No. Oh, the guy was incredible. Oh, that's another thing. From but, Co- Co- Colombia. No, no, you don't remember Fastino Esprilla? No, from a, Colum- a Colombian footballer. From well, the, if you don't remember Fastino Esprilla, no, we've got problems here. Oh, we have got Anyway, problems. moving on. No, the score. no, no. Let me, yeah, the score. Right, the score. Well, do you know what? Before the score, it was really funny because obviously you've got the new owners there and this new woman, which I don't know her name, but she freaks me out because she looks really, she looks like the Joker and she really freaks me out. But anyway, I guess she won't be if, she, if, she's, a, if, she's, if she's a listener, I apologise. Mm. Um, anyway, they scored first. Newcastle one 0 up. Everyone's celebrating. Oh, it's brilliant, brilliant. Then they get smashed, and it's three two to uh, who was it? Uh, to Spurs. It and was. Kane gets his first goal eventually. Yes, after a VAR decision, um, Kane scores his first goal of the season. Long awaited. I, I don't. I think we've dealt with the Harry Kane issue. He looks a shadow of the player he was last year. I he think... should have gone. He should have gone because he he's embarrassing gone, himself now because. Yeah. This season his, is his season to say, I don't want to be here. I'm going to show you how good I am. And the bigger clubs, obviously, Real Madrid can he, sign me. He looks like a despondent He looks like a shadow, boy. A shadow of a man is the yeah, same. Yeah, he does. He does. But, it just, it's, I mean, I don't really care because he plays for Spurs. But, you know, and he's, he's tweaked like this. And he's got, you know. He's, you can't say that. I can't say that. Sorry. Sorry, Harry. Um, anyway, that was, that was last time around. Should we talk about uh, some new stuff? Let's crack on with some new stuff. Right, and on to the current week of Premier League football. Indeed. Right, so before, actually, I'll tell you what. Go on. I want one of those insert sounds of, like a, you know, the disc jockey when they stop the music. Are you high? Yes. Or the scratch. Yeah, that's what I want to stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. Yeah, go on then. I've got two questions for you. You're usually the one with the questions. Is it quiz time? It's like a a quiz. It's my my first attempt at a quiz. Well, it is Sunday. And it's, it's Sunday. So, right. I've got two Premier League related questions for you, okay? Go on, then. No looking. So, question one. Which player has been substituted off more than any other player in Premier League history? God, what sort of question is that? Now, bearing in mind, before we recorded this, you said, oh, I know everything. You can ask me everything. I do know everything. Well, then, what's the answer to that? That is the most ridiculous question I've ever heard. Well, what do you think? What, substituted off? Well, substituted... Can, what player can, has been can substituted? Can you give the me most? an era, as in like five year bracket? Uh, not five five year bracket. Oh yeah, something. And he's he, he's been playing from the nineties. From the nineties. From the nineties to. And you're early saying substituted off or substituted on? Both. Most substituted player. Oh God. Okay then, I'm gonna say, Ollie Gunner Solskjaer. No, but you're in the right ball. But you're warm. The team's right. There we go. Hang about. So I'm gonna say. I'll give you two more guesses. I'm going to say... That era. Uh, that club. Teddy Sheringham. No. Okay. But he's a, he's a Man United... Yeah, one more guess. He's a Man United player. He's a legend. And uh, he's... Uh, he's not well, a... Dem- he got pulled off all the time. Well, he... You can't he, be a legend he, if he He'd be subbed like... on and subbed off. Well, maybe because of his age at certain points. He got oh, subbed more. Okay. Uh, that's quite a good question. Thank you. Quick time. Uh... uh, uh uh, Manchester United Paul Scholes no Ryan Giggs is the answer 
I would never have thought that. Well, you know, there you go. Right. Yeah. I'll next tell you one. what. Next one, quickly. Mm. Mario Balotelli only gave one assist when in the Premier League. When was it? God. What do you mean? You like, should know what, this. The match? You should know this. Oh, OK. He set up... Um, Aguero against Queen's Park Rangers for the champions, the, the premiership winning goal. Correct. Oppa. Oh, there we go. I'll get it right. Okay, and on to the games. On to the games. Right, starting okay. off, Chelsea. Of course, I'm talking about Chelsea because, not I'm a fan, but because of the 7 0. because you're a fan. The 7 0 thrashing against bloody Norwich. Right. Norwich suck. Chelsea forever. Mason so, Mount hat trick. So, so before before we talk about this, I think there's an issue that needs to be raised. It's been raised in the media many, many times. Are Norwich a premiership club? No. Yeah, there's the debate. I mean, to go to Chelsea and lose 7-0 could happen to anyone. Chelsea are a good team. However, if you look at that particular match, they were missing uh, Werner, which probably didn't make any difference. No, Uh, but Lukaku. And they were missing Lukaku. So they didn't really have a... What you would call a solid forward line, which I know has been taken out of football these days, and you can play with five in midfield, but um, they, they didn't. Chelsea didn't set their stall out as if this was a game that was they had to go out and bulldoze the team. They did bulldoze the Norwich, but I think it's because Norwich went there with the intent to. See how many, how least they can yeah, lose. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, all, all I know is Tim Crow had a, had a desperately awful afternoon and yeah. Norwich were just pummeled. And yeah, there's a lot going round about Norwich. I don't really know what to say. Because need, I think they're just taking up a place for someone in the championship who deserves a shot. I think, I think that question is, is debatable. I don't think it's a given. I, I, I think Norwich have the intention of trying to do well in, in the premiership within their resources by but selling their best players it just doesn't look good does it it was awful for them I don't know what they're doing They've what, let, me, let me have a look at one thing so they've got um, come back to me yeah um, <laughs> so Mason Mount's got a hat-trick um, I think we were going to talk uh, on this I've got it as well. so they've only got they're, they're minus 21 goal on goal difference mm. they've only got two points so far in the season and that's just two draws appalling is the word it I would use pretty bad but yeah back to you with Mason Mount don't get me wrong. I want, he, I like what he's, he's got a lot of potential. He's not the best. He's got a lot of way to go. Like Phil Foden smashes him out of the water. Do you think? Yeah. Is is is, yeah. is that is that are you are you saying that on record? On re- at the current time. Phil, yes. Phil Phil Foden is a very very special. He's got the player. whole. He's got the whole package. Question for you. Yes. Is Phil Foden brackets world class? Not yet, but he's getting there. Oh. I don't think there's a there's a there's someone in the early twenties in the Premier League that is world class at the moment. One more question on this subject. Yes. James versus T A A Trent Alexander Arnold. Who are you picking in the England squad? James. You see the and way. Why? Well, first of all, Chelsea. Second of all, he's 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 a lot stronger than uh, Trent. And third of all, he gets back. I think he gets back more than Trent. Trent's good up front. Of course, he is. He's he's one of the best. But I just think James has just got it a bit more. James isn't the best at defending, but he's learning his trade faster in the defending area. I, th- I, think. I think you've hit the nail on the head. Thank I actually much. think they're both very similar players. Trent is very good at going forward. He's good at supplying the ball into the box. Uh, he's also a great passing defender slash midfielder. James still has that to learn. However, he's very good defensively. I think you're 
Yeah, I think you got that right. Actually, I'm going to agree. A first. This week, I am going to agree with you. Wow, and you've put that, you've put that out there. Put so it out. Everyone can hear. Right. But yeah, no. Anyway, it was a good game to watch for a Chelsea perspective. Norwich need to do better because I think they're going straight back down again. I reckon they get relegated just after Christmas. You like, reckon? They're just not doing anything. They're not showing me any glimpse. Pookie had that good time two, two or three seasons ago when he scored like five goals in the first six or seven games. He's done nothing. They're doing nothing. They're going nowhere apart from down. Now, right, the other game, Watford. Now, we obviously spoke about Watford before getting thrashing 5-0. Is this Everton-Watford? This is Everton-Watford. Yeah. And, yeah, it was good. I watched... Um, did I watch the game? No, I didn't. I had to watch the highlights. But the first half, Everton were owning it. And they were all over it. Second half, it all went to shambles. It's like, it's like they watched Titanic for the first time. I think if you watch and they it... Were like, and it, they were like, oh, no, Jack, stay you If know, you watch it, it's one of those exceptional games where it was, it was a stalemate in regards to the scoreline and then Everton seemed to be edging it and for some reason I don't know whether it's that Everton felt like they um, they should be winning that match but they started piling bodies forward and Watford just did exactly and I'm going to say this Watford did exactly what Ranieri's teams did with Leicester is that they sit back soak up the pressure and they counter-attack gloriously and if you look at uh, Watford, what they did to Everton is they counterattacked them phenomenally. If you look at it, it's, it was literally like, you know, it was the perfect example of counterattack football, and they and they just bashed in five goals within ten minutes, a lot like how um, Leicester did when they won the Premier League. I can't believe I just said that. I think in two thousand and fourteen, um, was it two thousand and fourteen? Something like that. I can't remember. And and and, oh, and it was. It's it's Ranieri to a T. He 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 sets teams up to soak up the pressure and then explode with fast, uh, expressive players and just counter attack. And that, what, that's what, exactly what happened against. What Everton. I think, I think that was the game that showed that Watford has got. They have the players and they have got what it takes to stay in the Premier League this season. I call it the Ranieri effect. And oh. in the Premiership, um, his style of football. He's recently been managing in Serie A uh, in Italy. Uh, which is cagey football, uh, passing of the ball in midfield, sort of um, strategic um, mapping of the game. The Premiership, you can fully take advantage of the fact that every team you play against, especially when they're at home, are going to press and press and press and try and move players into attacking positions. And Ranieri is the architect of the counter-attack, and you saw it with with Watford. Yeah, well, they've, 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 got, the, they've got the players, they've got the... They've got the time to, to, to stay up and all that kind of stuff. But also, would you say Ranieri looks like a stepdad figure that's very strict and very religious? Because um, I'd say yes. Possibly, yeah. I but, think he's meant to be quite a scary guy. Yeah, you wouldn't I, think I, do he you was. Know what? I actually heard that, actually. I heard that um, I, I heard one of the football punditry world saying that um, he looks like a, a nice, happy, like you said, stepfather figure, but he's actually a bit of a... Uh, Not... Bit of a bit of a bastard. Oh, oh, I say can't that. say that. Right, lastly, West Ham Spurs. I put this down. I there was a sausage roll, a Greg sausage roll on the well, line. Well, it's just happened, doesn't it? With this, yeah, this is live ish. Um, yeah, I put a sausage roll on the line, and I said the score would be West Ham. West Ham would win one nil. And I and guess who's getting a sausage roll? And what happened? It I've was got. I'm getting a sausage roll because it was one nil. Yeah, I mean, I, what's happening with Tottenham? I don't know. It looked flat. Um, Harry Kane. He he was lackluster. Harry Kane. He, he reminds me of a a sheep in a in a, in a field of other sheep, and he's just 
secluded and on way. his own. And yeah. he's looking around. He's like, where do I go from here? This is my life. And rain clouds are coming over. It's starting to rain. And Harry Kane's just looking up at them. And he's just going... Just rain on me. And he looks back. He looks back at the farmer, and you can see the farmer in the window, and he's he's got his back to the window, and yeah. he's watching TV. Doesn't care that he's yeah. About to go, uh, so. He he looks he looks like a lost player. He's he's playing. You could sh- say a lost sheep. Absolutely, like a lost Ba-dum-bum. sheep. And he is playing strange balls. He's nothing has any conviction in it. It's like he's touching the ball just he's, to touch it. If you look at his shot to goal ratio, it's ridiculous. He's not getting shots on target. Don't know what's happening. Do you reckon, in a way, it's his kind of like way of striking? You know, because yeah, he wants yeah, to leave. Yeah, but petulance. No, but think about what, it. What, what? What? Are you saying that Harry Kane is is being petulant towards Tottenham? I mean, no, that, but he yeah. signed, he signed that five year deal. What, like two years ago? So you've got three years left, and Daniel Levy, or whatever, knows. is are you assuming he's saying Some, you're not going anywhere? Something. So what? Something. Whether it's money or or the the strip he's wearing. Has sucked the soul out of Harry. I Kane. reckon it's and he... it, it, it looks desperate. And Antonio again was there on the spot for West Ham with a stunning strike. Uh, well, then Kane for... and Kane was marking him, and he and, oh, yeah. and he did nothing. It comes so... down. It comes down. Corner comes in. Comes down to Antonio's feet, and he just he just taps it and it, 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 it. it diverts it in. But Kane was doing absolutely nothing. He could have got in front, and stuck a leg. It was yeah. It was so embarrassing. What's going to happen to Tottenham? I mean. Yeah, is anyone's guess. They need to get rid of him. They need to get rid of Kane, get as much money as possible. That that value is going down each game. It's going down by about five million, I'd say. It's a tragedy. Well, is it? Yeah. Uh, anyway. But you know, it was enjoying it was, it was enjoyment to watch um, from a neutral point of view. It was an alright game, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was a good game. Yeah, nice one. Okay, so that was a massive catch-up this week on all what's been going on in the Premiership. Um, we usually do um, From the Terraces, don't we? From the Terraces, Where yes we do. me and Rick choose uh, rather cheap football matches to go and watch and we experience new stadiums, which is a hell of a lot of fun, isn't it? It is good fun. However, we haven't actually been to any games. No. It's, a, it's a travesty. It what's is a happening? travesty. Um, we, we, we've gone to some decent stadiums this year. Plough Lane... Charlton, the Valley, um, various yeah. others, which has been great fun. So at this stage, we're going to talk about what games are coming up. And for me, there's no bigger game, obviously being a Queen's Park Rangers supporter, mm. than QPR versus Sunderland in the uh, Caro- Caraba Cup. Caraba Cup. Ca- it's so good, you can't Caraba. even say You're so excited. You can't even say it either, see? Carabao. So, uh, QPR Sunderland, I think it's going to be um, an amazing atmosphere under the lights at QPR on Tuesday night. Uh, in the cup, Sunderland always bring a great following. Um, QPR this season have been amazing with travelling support. It's just been, it's been unprecedented to see how many fans QPR have taken away. And at Loftus Road, the atmosphere has just been stunning this season. Uh, I think that's a great game to go to if you can make it. Are you going to uh, try to go? I always try to go. I, I have uh, previous engagements, so I won't be there to rate the food because yeah. I don't know what the food's like. Oh, trust me. The food at Loftus Road is... Yeah, but you're rating... You no, 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 no. I can tell you this now. I rated the burger at Charlton five. Yes, which it wasn't. The QPR burgers in the stadium were one. You've never seen anything like it. Oh, wow. It, 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 it's, it's a load of bread. So a bready, bready roll. Yeah. Which isn't probably isn't even bread. With this circular disc of like uh, what is supposed to be burger meat on the inside. Honestly, I've never known anything like it. I mean, to be fair, the Charlton burger... It wasn't good, but then when we went to the Emirates, 
It was the Emirates, wasn't it? When we went there, no, that, no, that no, hot dog... The Charlton Burger was amazing. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was. Okay, whatever. But anyway, yeah, I'll tell you what. If you go to QPR, tweet a picture of, of the food, because you've got to have a burger. Because I'm not going this time. You've got to do it. Uh, trust me, I won't or buy one. Or take a picture of someone's burger <laughs> without him realising. Hey, mate, do you mind if I take a picture of your burger? No, no don't tell him. Why Just take that? it over his shoulder. Okay. Oh, I'll try, right. I, I will try my best to get a picture of these burgers, because they are... They are... That bad, they yeah, need to be Yeah, they, they are, yeah, it's beyond. Right, well, I'll tell you what, you're looking forward to that game. I'll tell you what game I'm looking forward to. Go on then, Rick. Okay, you ready for this one? It's mm-hmm. a big one. It's Hampton and Richmond Borough FC versus Hemel Hempstead. That's going to be on the 4th of December. We're Cracker! Go- we're going to that one. Absolutely, without doubt. Because that's just going to be... Have that- you got tickets? I don't, I, think you, I don't think they're going to sell oh, out. That's a good point, yeah. But I think, I think it's 2,000 capacity. Yeah. And... We, we have to go we're to gonna be there, we've we? been saying we're going to go to it mainly because your football manager team from last season was Hemel Hempstead and mine was Hampton and Richmond because yep. so, it's my local a big shout out to Hampton and Richmond Football Club who play their football it's just outside of Kingston if you go over the bridge yep. um, it's, it's, a, it's the Beavery I think it's called they're called the Beavers yep. it, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, the a great, it's a great thing. football club um, from the terraces as we mentioned at the beginning of the season is to promote um, grassroots football or non-league football clubs and to give them a bit of a shout out so Hampton Richmond uh, Football Club and Hemel Hempstead it's going to be a cracker if you want to come along with me and Rick you're more than welcome aren't you yeah we'll be wearing our t-shirts we so you'll be. know it's us you'll see us there we'll be sponsoring Monday Sport Tea. it's going to be quite cold you should probably just get a, get a coat made That's or true. something how, how, do, how do people get to Monday Sport Eve? Well, there's many ways they can get to it Alex come on they what? can go to Twitter Oh, yeah. Monday Sportif, LDN. Indeed. And uh, tell them about your uh, typey typey articles. That's oh, yeah. Well, um, on Monday Sportif, we actually do um, sport articles as well. We've done some excellent um, cycling articles with my good friend Greg Arthur, who's a fantastic writer, on the uh, beauty of cycling and all that entails. And, uh, yeah, we are looking to uh, up the ante soon, aren't we, with more articles? Uh, yes, and I might even dabble sometimes. I might dabble. Um, there was a good article we released recently on Twitter, which was the uh, Charlie Austin article. Yes, if, I, if only he could have read it. Well, yeah, he did like it on Twitter, which was a, a, a plus. Well, you never know, you may have but, read um, it. It, it, it. I remember writing that article, it was quite funny. It was uh, obviously, uh, it was fuelled by sheer enthusiasm at the re-signing of Charlie Austin. Many Queen's Park Rangers supporters will, at this present moment in time, um, look at the Charlie Austin signing as now becoming a bit of a deflated balloon. I disagree. I think the guy is a phenomenal person to have at Queen's Park Rangers at the moment. I think we're lucky to have him there. If he's not providing on the pitch, he's certainly providing off the pitch with his knowledge and his know-how where the back of the net is. Mm. Which brings us on to a clip that we watched this morning, didn't we? Which one was this? It was a clip of um, a team called Tromso playing Chelsea. Oh, yes. And it must have been... What 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 what, what sort of era were we saying? It was mid-90s, wasn't it? It was like mid-90s, and Tromso are a club that play... I think I'm pronouncing it right, in Norway, where the weather is obviously minus conditions. And it was just the most phenomenal clip. I think we'll put it on the Twitter yeah, later. Yeah, we'll tweet it. Because we'll it. it was just... It was so great to see... Gianfranco, is it Gianfranco? Uh, Gianluca Vialli. Gianluca Vialli. Is, well, I mean, you, no matter, okay, he played for Chelsea, but what a striker he yeah. was in the day. I love those big kits. 
No matter what, what the baggy arms, the big baggy when you can just grab everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love, I love the old schoolness of it. And 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 it was the, the, just to give you an image. You'll probably watch it, but the um, the pitch was covered in snow, literally a blanket of snow. Orange ball, orange ball. Viali gets the ball, and it, it it is it's phenomenal how he works the ball onto the right foot, onto the left foot, on this snow-ridden pitch. It's got, you see, you see all the all the side, all the people on the side, um, Hullet and etc. All wrapped up nice and warm. Yeah, and then and he's running and around. You know what, it, go, it goes with Viali. It goes back to the Salo incident where he scored that. It was sheer instant, wasn't it? He just twist and turned a couple yeah. of times and buried and it, it. And it was so much more rough then, wasn't and, it? And, and I think those goals are incredible because they're just. He just buried it, didn't he? I like the precision of those Get goals. Get in there. Get in the under. I like the sack. precision in the corner. You know, yeah. it's just it's just placed. Yeah. It's, it's got it's got the power and it's got the placement. That's what I like. But that was football then. Mm. Football now. Obviously, so it's a little bit of a different story. It's still good. It's still good. But, we, you, but it wasn't you know. that what made football? Those moments. Yeah, of course. We, we still have those moments now. They're just, they're just a bit tarted up a little bit. Now, what I want to come on to now, modern day football. Okay, I've got a question for you. And I know we're coming towards the end of the show. But Dortmund Football Club. Let's look at Dortmund and the players they've produced over recent years. When I say recent years, I'm talking the last five years. And you're saying Produced. Produced. Had at their club, nurtured, for instance. We look at Sancho. Now, what the question I want to pose to you is, Sancho at Dortmund was unreal, wasn't he? I mean, he was swerving in and out, assists, scoring goals. He was a, an absolute machine, which led to Manchester United spending £100 million pounds on him. Was it £100 million? It was yeah, close to that. Yeah, it was, I think it was 90, 90 to 100. Now, I think it was last night, Dortmund um, beat a team 3-1. Now, I can't remember the team's name. It's a, it's a German um, outfit. And Bellingham's goal. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That was good. Which was sensational. Yeah, I did see that. I mean, that. it was quite sensational. What the, the point I'm trying to make is, could Bellingham produce that style of goal in the Premiership today? I think he could, but it would be a lot less frequent. Because, you know... Players, when they come to the Premier League, they say the comparison is in other leagues you have a couple of seconds to decide where you're getting the ball. In this one, you have about one second, one and a half seconds to decide what you're doing next. And that's why people can't keep up. That's why I think Timo's had a hard time. Havertz is a bit wishy-washy sometimes, although he's starting to get somewhere. Yeah. So I think if Bellingham came back home, he would he would be a good player. But I don't think... I think he needs more time away to build his confidence. Also to build his stature. So he's so, quite a slim player. So, so what we're saying is, is the gulf between uh, quality in terms of defenders, midfielders, style of plays, in not only the Premiership, but other, other divisions, leagues like La Liga, Serie A, is, is a lot different to the German league in particular? Or Yeah, I think the, the, the style of play is different. You know, I think... I don't know. I think the Spanish league is more goals. It's all attack. The defending players are all attacking, but there's no real defence. So it's very exciting to watch, and which is great. And that's probably why they keep doing it. Whereas the Premier League usually is a bit more defensive orientated. However, with these seven nils and these five twos, it's kind of changing it. But I think the pace is completely the play. The pace is a lot quicker, and I think that showed when Chelsea played in the uh, Champions League, and they were all over. What were they Mamo Malmo uh, that team. They're Swedes. The, the Swedish team. Yeah, they were Swedish, but... The Swedes. You buy the, in... the Swedes, yeah. Mm. The Swedes. But then you see the, the different... Not obviously the class difference, but you see how quickly Chelsea were on the ball. And that's what they were like with Norwich, constantly snapping at their heels. And, uh, yeah, I think I think just the foreign clubs, just they just can't play that. 
And that's when they start all diving all over the place and being all cheeky. Interessant. Yeah, but anyway, you know, I think it's uh, football's not it's not the classicos. You know, when when you're watching, you know, Man United, Liverpool, and all these games, they always go back. The highlights always go back about ten, fifteen years to when there was a good game because they hype it up so much. Because obviously, they want to make money to people to go to the games, people to watch the games on TV in their homes. And yes, we will watch them, but the amount of anticipation, the amount of build up, it's always a flop. Well, we've got Salah playing today. Yeah, but I'd rather watch Liverpool versus Brentford than I'd, than Man United Liverpool because you can guarantee that Brentford are proper going to go for it. Whereas both of these uh, the top six teams usually are quite happy with just a draw. Prediction. That's just my two cents. prediction on tape. Prediction on tape. What for the game? Yeah, one mm, all. Oh, what do you think? Um, I think it's not going to be a good goal. I think it's going to be. I one... think it's going to be two all. Really, yeah. four goals in the game. Four goals. I reckon one all, and one of them will be a penalty. Let's see. Let's see. So that was the show. Episode five complete. Level Ep- complete. Episode sonk done. Sonk slash five complete. Yes, completed. I think that went all right. Yeah, it was very good. It was nice to chat about players like Salah and uh, to talk about the routing that Norwich are having at the moment. It was a good overview. We had a lot to catch up on. Yeah, I think it was a good catch up. But I'm looking forward to episode six because we will try our hardest to go to a game, to enjoy it. And then, because I know everyone's missing. They're saying, where's the food ratings, Rick? We want to know the food ratings. True. Shoving that burger down your gob. So that's what we want to know. That's what they want to know. And that's what I want to know. So we're going to try to get some games in. I really want to go to Hampton and Richmond Borough FC. Vanarama, National League South. Yes, please. That's what I'm up for. Representing from the terraces. Representing from the terraces. And follow us on Twitter at Monday Sportif LDN. Also, if you listen to the podcast, please, if you can like it and subscribe, it would really help us um, to gain some sort of support. Traction. But, hashtag traction. Uh, yeah. However, er, people who listen to us at the moment really appreciate it. Yeah, really appreciate it, guys. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep you in mind for episode and six. Adios. Adios, amigos. And amigals. Follow us on Twitter at, at Monday Sportif LDN.